morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. What's going on, everybody? Today is August 30th, and we hope you are having a great Monday and an excellent start to your week. I'm JL, and I'm joined by Charlie. Charlie, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? We got fun stuff to talk about today. Yeah, we do. We have a lot. And let's just start with the man of the hour. Um, Donda is out, and it just so happens that on this day in 2015, Kanye West announced that he would run for president in 2020. He kind of did do a little bit of something in terms of posting and tweeting, but uh, as we all know, uh, that didn't really materialize. But Donda did materialize. And uh, Charlie, what do you think of the album? Yeah, it's so funny. I, I, I just think that we sort of think that when Kanye ran for president last year that he like first decided to do that. But no, all the way back to 2015, he was already talking about it. Um, and the album, I haven't gotten to give it as deep of listens as I want to yet. But from my first few listens, um, I think it's a little bit bloated. It's a lot of songs, but there are some really good hits on it. There's a lot of songs that I'm excited to keep listening to. I really like Junya, named after Junya Watanabe, the Japanese designer, who's a very sick designer. It's a pretty sick song. Um, and also the first jail on the album with Jay-Z I'm really liking so far. I also love Baby Keem's feature on the song Praise God. If you don't know Baby Keem, he just released a song with Kendrick last week. And he's also put out a, real, a lot of really amazing songs last year. Um, and he's definitely sort of next up. So those are the songs I'm rocking with so far. And I'm excited to listen a little bit more throughout this week. Yes, I'll definitely have to give it a try. Like you mentioned, the album is kind of long. So I'll just have to maybe put it on through the week as as we're working. And hopefully I can give a review the next time we're on here. But yeah, totally. It's interesting because I feel like we've started to see a lot of shorter albums recently. But Kanye said, you know what? This one's going to be almost two hours long and it's going to be 27 songs. So set aside the time. And I guess we have to. Gaming. So we have got an update on the major gaming releases for the week. As you all know, August is coming to an end and September officially begins. So we want to make you aware of all the big games dropping, not just for this week, but just to start off the month of September. The retro turn-based RPG Bravely Default 2 will finally make its way over to PC on Thursday, September 2nd. Also on that day, WRC 10 FIA World Rally Championship will release. Then on Friday, September 3rd, the PS5 version of the survival horror game The Medium and the boxing simulator Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions will launch. So it's a lot to look forward to for gaming fans. And since we're talking about gaming, let's jump over into our next update. Will Smith is now a part of Fortnite. So Fortnite just continues to break down barriers between various entertainment franchises by featuring recognizable character skins. The latest one to show up in the world's most popular battle royale experience is Will Smith as he steps back into the role of his bad boys persona, Mike Lowry. Fortnite players can head to the game's item shop right now and cop the Mike Lowry outfit, the detective's duffel bag bling, and the loose cannon set that comes with the dual-wielding pickaxe known as loose cannon cutters. Kinda sucks that Mike's partner, which is Martin Lawrence's Marcus Burnett, hasn't come along for the wild ride though, and I personally don't understand like maybe why they didn't choose another Will Smith character. I mean, Bad Boys is iconic and his role was pretty legendary, but maybe Fresh Prince, I thought that would have been cool, or perhaps Men in Black's Agent J but nonetheless it's bad boys Entertainment. ed asner star of pixar's up dies at the age of 91 some sad news um we lost one of the most decorated actors of all time yesterday and for those that may not know ed asner is best known for playing lou grant on both the mary tyler moore show and its spinoff lou grant Asner is one of the most awarded actors in history, winning seven Primetime Emmy Awards. And other notable credits include Roots, 
a reoccurring segment on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno and plenty more. We want to send our condolences to his family and friends during this time. Yeah, absolutely. And I just feel like Ed Asner in Up, one of the most iconic Pixar performances of all time. And I also, one of my favorite performances of his is he's Santa Claus in Elf. He played Santa in a lot of different roles throughout his career, especially in his older older years. But Ed Asner is really one of the most iconic actors of the 20th and 21st century. So sending condolences to his family for sure. And with that, we have another condolences to send out. The reggae producer, singer, and overall legend Lee Scratch Perry sadly passed away yesterday at the age of 85 years old. If you don't know, he's one of the most prolific and beloved artists in all of contemporary music. He was an absolute pioneer of dub music throughout the 1970s, and he is considered to be the person who worked to integrate remixing and studio effects, things that have become mainstays of hip-hop and so much of contemporary music, and so much music inspired by reggae. In his 60-plus year career, he worked with Bob Marley and the Wailers, the Congos, Max Romeo, Adrian Sherwood, the Beastie Boys, the Clash, the Orb, and tons of other artists. Just scroll through his Wikipedia page, it's insane the effect he has had over his lengthy, lengthy career. In a 2010 quote to Rolling Stone, Keith Richards said, You could never put your finger on Lee Perry. He's the Salvador Dali of music. And I think that the person who summarized it the best, the Prime Minister of Jamaica, Andrew Holness, said in his tweet yesterday, Undoubtedly, Lee Scratch Perry will always be remembered for his sterling contribution to the music fraternity. May his soul rest in peace. The Board 8 Yacht Club launched an additional Avatar collection late Saturday night called the Mutant Ape Yacht Club. If you haven't been keeping up, the Board 8 Yacht Club has quickly become one of, if not the biggest NFT project in all of the world of Web 3.0. It's a collection of 10,000 avatars. They're all these little apes. They're like drawn out as opposed to something like CryptoPunks, which is more uh, 8-bit. It's more of a substantially cartoony avatars. Um, And they are going to be appearing at a Christie's auction at the end of September. The hype around Board Ape Yacht Club continues to rise. The floor for the project on OpenSea right now is 25 ETH, which is over $75,000. If you don't know what the floor means, that means that that's the cheapest item in the collection, the cheapest price that you can get into the collection for. Then Saturday night, they launched 10,000 new avatars, the mutant apes. You had the option to either mint one of the avatars for around 3 ETH. They launched a Dutch auction, which means that it started at 3 ETH and then it slowly decreased over the night until they sold out. I'm pretty sure that they sold out by like 2.7 or 2.8 ETH. It never got that much cheaper than that. Um, Or you could get the mutant serum and apply it to an already existing ape. For context, it's the same project we covered a few days ago because Steph Curry had bought a board ape as we approach the Christie's auction. The floor for mutant apes now is already close to 8 ETH, which for those who don't know, 8 ETH is about $25,000. The team behind board apes and mutant apes made an estimated $90 million from the sale because 3 ETH times 10,000 avatars is approximately $90 million. As we approach the Christie's auction later in September, Board Ape Yacht Club, the team behind it, they keep making moves to stay relevant. Now there's 20,000 avatars as opposed to 10,000, and they're all worth a crazy amount of money. The Board Ape Yacht Club has done a really good job of establishing a really strong community and continues to be one of the most well-known and beloved projects in NFTs. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens after the Christie's auction because it's already gone up so, so, so much. I can't imagine how much higher it can go, but I know the people who are really bullish on the project think the sky is the limit. So we'll see. And that is all we've got for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head over to 137pm.com or follow us on all of our social media platforms. We'll be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious. <laughs>